If I knew that the decline of George W. Bush was not also the decline of America and Western civilization itself, I could rest easier. But watching W. lately, I felt vague stirrings of sympathy. But then, quickly, I remember, he is not a victim of any kind of disaster. W. is the disaster. He's not really an emperor, you see. He just acts like one. In fact, W. is a symbol for the quasi-fascist philosophy known as neoconservatives. These neocons are obviously not conservatives. They don't even fit on America's spectrum. They do not believe in smaller government or balanced budgets. They do not believe in free enterprise, but rather a perverse form of capitalism that celebrates cartels and trusts and multinational monopolies. They believe not in the U.S. Constitution or its celebrated Bill of Rights. They believe instead in torture, rendering, spying on Americans, and exposing real spies for political purposes. The neocons the W represents are the robber barons of the 21st century. And although they've made a shameful mess of things, they are moving ahead with their vision of an imperial America squaring off with China for the world's remaining resources and markets. Still, there is some satisfaction in watching King George self-destruct. Republicans running for re-election avoid him like the plague. He is the first U.S. president since Taft to take a pass on throwing out the first baseball of the season, fear of being booed publicly. And earlier this week, speaking to American soldiers at Fort Irwin here in California, he faced stony silence, in spite of pulling out every applause line that has ever worked before, even tried-and-true talking points like fighting terrorists over there so we won't have to fight them here, oceans no longer protect us, and nations that harbor terrorists are just as guilty as the terrorists, all failed to generate applause. Not a cheer, not a shout, not one single reaction. The disaster that is George W. Bush and the neocons who pull his strings reminds me of Nero fiddling while Rome burns. Also, Richard Nixon in his final days, wandering the halls of the White House while talking to paintings of past presidents, drunken and desperate, in a search for insight, understanding, and support. W. is no lame duck. He's a dead duck. But he's also a mere symbol. There are others ready to pick up the gauntlet of the neocons, John McCain, Mitt Romney, Fred Thompson, Joe Lieberman, and others, because the price is right. So for now, I'll just relish the supreme silence at Fort Irwin. I'm Michael Benner.